Welcome back everyone to the Apartment 59 podcast. You're here with me, the host, Mr. Grant Corrigan. <laughs> no one can see you. I, I know, but I'm doing it for... I have to perform <laughs> to the microphone, don't I? We'll okay. all be going to video at some point. If you do that in video, that's why. There's a lot of eyebrow movements. A lot <laughs> of eyebrow movements. <laughs> so, as me. Grant Corrigan, Mr. Apartment 59. That's what some people are calling me. Are they? Who? Me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so. And obviously, I'm joined by my co host, Charlie. Hello. Hello. Hello, Charlie. How are you? Wonderful. You're very uh, giggly. <laughs> I just drank tea and I was sweaty. Oh. I'm a lucky guy. <laughs> Apparently I'm just your co-host, so... We're lucky it's that. <clears throat> We're also, of course, joined by Mr Lewis, the sleepy labrador at our feet. You should, we should probably feature him more on Instagram so people can actually see who we're talking about. Well, he's all over my Instagram, so... Yeah. What's your Instagram? At 9CLC2. Nice plug, nice plug. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and of course, our daughter Lily is sleeping, so... She's on the monitor. The baby the monitor. monitor. Here. As per usual, it's the same format as we have every week. So I hope you're all, by the way, by the way, how much do I say so? All the time. I don't listen back to these, so no, I don't know. How much do I say so? You only do it when you're going to... Record it. No. If Grant has to tell me something, like something serious, and he doesn't know how to tell me, he starts the conversation off as, so... <laughs> It's the same tone, it's the same hand gesture, and I just go, <laughs> no. <laughs> Whatever it is you want, no. Well, I was editing one of my videos the other day, mm-hmm. and I counted how many times I said it. How many times did you say it? In the first ten minutes, I said it eight times. And I'm thinking, people should make a drinking game. No. <laughs> I don't want to put people's health at risk. So, 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 so. <laughs> no, they should, I think. I think that'll be a thing. Like, um, remember how I met your mother? When Robin Scherbotsky says. What is it she says? I don't know. Oh, fuck. Can't remember. You know, nope. They're all at the bar. And Didn't watch she it. She says something, and they're all like, drag. Nope. No? Oh, well. Anyway, hopefully, one of our listeners knows what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> hopefully. So, have you been this week? Um, you all good? Yeah. A bit better than last week? Yeah. What was on me last week? You had a crap week. Oh. Yeah, so I had a crap week, but just not as crap. Not as crap. Yeah. That's good to hear. It's good to hear. Yeah. How are you? Yeah, my week's been fine, thanks. <laughs> thanks. No, it has. <laughs> <laughs> what, because you know you're not going to ask? It's the only time we get to sit down and chat without somebody climbing over us. We've had all day together. That's true. And what did you do? Not. <laughs> uh, yeah, so anyway, I hope you guys are all enjoying the the content that's coming out. Uh, this week's been what episode? I'm just going to guess and say eleven and twelve of Pro-Evolution I think I might be right. I have no idea. I have no idea. And of course, episode two of the Division, the Road to DC. Has been has came out on Wednesday. I hope you're enjoying those those episodes for the new series. I'm enjoying playing it. So I am. 
I mean, don't get ignored because he's playing games. Yeah, you should be used to it by now. I am. Well, <coughs> okay, so I'm going <clears> to <throat> go ahead and move on in to the topic at hand. Okay. This is one I've been excited to do. I don't know any anything about it. Oh, no, you do. I do? You, you, you know pretty much everything about it. Uh, you, you maybe don't recognise the name. So, for our listeners at home, we do have the show notes up on the screen just now. So, the topic of discussion is, of course, the story of Annalise Michelle. Annalise Michelle was the inspiration for the film The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Ah! Uh, yeah. So, oh, you, so the, the person that was in the film. No? They changed their name. Oh, so it's... That's, that's... It has her story, but it's just a different. All right, okay. okay, okay. So, anybody who hasn't seen the Exorcism of Emily Rose, don't watch it if you have a child that gets up at three a.m. <laughs> Funnily enough, I can't find anything to do with three a.m. and the actual story. I don't know if that was all for effect. No, someone said it on Facebook a couple of weeks ago. What? Something to do with um, your child waking up at three a.m. is the demon hour. No, I know it's the demon hour, but I mean, in this actual story, I can't oh. find anything about 3M. I think the film just added that. Oh. Maybe, I don't know. But yeah, um, what I noticed about the film, because I was familiar with the story before, at how accurate it was. And I, when I say accurate, I don't mean accurate as in, oh, it's definitely this. It's, it's given a good argument for both sides of what you're about to hear. I don't want to just spoil it, mm. you know what I mean? So yeah, you you do know pretty much the bulk of the story. Okay. But this is actually what happened to a real person. Okay. Okay. So we're just going to go on, head on in. We'll just dip our toes in. We'll find out a little bit about the Michelle family. Okay. Just a little bit. So Annalise, Michelle, Annalise, was born on September 21st, 1952 in... And here comes a German accent. Oh, God. Liebelfing. <laughs> I, I don't think I was that bad. Liebelfing. Lower, lower, lower Bavaria in West Germany. Okay, oh, so okay. This was before yeah. the wall was down. So, Eastern West Germany. All right, okay. okay. Her family were very strict Catholics. Very strict. And they even flirted with more intense elements of the religion. Don't know where that could be. Okay. I don't know if it's they live their life to a very strict rule or I don't I, I really don't know enough about religion or the Catholic religion or anything to determine what. Yeah. Right, so anybody who is clued up on it, they live to They live to that. They live to that and they flirted <laughs> with the more intense I don't think the belly to use the word flirted unless I'm married uh, I don't know <laughs> so let's just fast forward <clears throat> 15 no 1, 2, 3, 4 17 years <laughs> <laughs> no 16 years 16 years <laughs> to 1960 no that's 17 years 17 years <laughs> oh my god <laughs> to 1969 where Anna Lise suffers her first seizure okay so okay. she's been fine for 15 16 well she's actually 16 when she suffers her first seizure even though it's 17 years so it's before September okay, so, okay. 
so 16. She's been fine up till then. Uh-huh. Then all of a sudden, randomly, she suffers her first seizure. Randomly, and it's uncontrollable. It was unprovoked. It just something in her brain. Okay. Right. So her family, obviously concerned, checked her straight into a medical hospital. Mental hospital. What? I'm trying my hardest not to say anything about Grey's Anatomy. Oh. <laughs> do a podcast about Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> well, that's what to do for your Charlie's Law, dude. Give him a Grey's Anatomy fact or something. Jesus Christ, I'm fed up fucking watching Grey's and listening. Carry on. Right, so she was checked into a mental hospital where she would suffer even more seizures. Mm-hmm. Again, uncontrollable and just random. So, she told Doc... So... <laughs> she started to tell doctors that she was seeing and visualising demonic faces and these demonic faces would actually tell her she was damned and that she was going to stew in hell oh just as you do you I know. used to hear voices in my head did they tell you this? no they used to sing and play music and put me into a trance what? I seen a doctor <laughs> they didn't do anything about it. <laughs> <Are you okay? laughs> oh, for fuck's sake, here we go. Carry on. Swing. I would say I'll edit that out, but I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> so the dogs put her on antipsychotic drugs. Antipsychotic drugs. Mm-hmm. The symptoms continued throughout her course of medication, if you like. Not course of medication, they just drugged her. Mm-hmm. Right. So the symptoms continued. She was still seizing. Seizuring. Seizing. Seizing. And she was still seeing and hearing these demonic faces and voices. And to be honest, if anything, they got worse. Yeah. And she became very heavily depressed, as you could imagine. So for five years, the doctors tried medicine and all sorts of treatments to try and help her. Not fix her, but make her better. So we're now, what, 1974? Right. So she's 20 years old. Dr. Shepard wasn't born. He wasn't, no. Okay. She's 20 years old now, and it's at this point the family say, right, enough's enough, and they turn to the church for help, Hmm. okay, so they believe there's more at work here than just mental issues or... An aneurysm. Anything like that, yeah. See, you're raising (laughs) that bullshit. It doesn't apply to this story, Okay. I'm a surgeon. <laughs> you're fucking not a surgeon. <laughs> it doesn't matter what your phone case says. Or you're stupid. Don't call it stupid. Right, okay. Don't be mean. So the family turned to the church, obviously, for help. And this is where we meet Pastor Ernst Alt. Okay. Okay, so he's obviously the pastor at this church. Well, church, chapel, church. Again, don't know anything about religion. <laughs> so he obviously started spending a great deal, of, deal, great deal of time with Annalise. She would tell him of the voices in her head, 
and he would actually watch as she would, her body would shake and contort on the floor. Now, to a, a normal person or a doctor, it, it was said that this could look like a seizure. Right. But the way he described it was an unnatural... Freaky. Like, folding of the body. Like, her back would fold and yeah. stuff like that. Um, he said that he seen her urinate in a room and then lick it up. Yeah. And, <laughs> and that she would eat coal in front of him. She was pregnant. <laughs> With the baby of the devil. You never know. <laughs> um, so, Pastor Holt was absolutely certain, without going the shadow of a doubt, that she was possessed <laughs> by demons. They had entered her body and they were seeking to take her soul. <laughs> okay. So, right. So, if anybody can hear that horn... That's the ice cream van. That's the ice cream van. <laughs> Uh, the reason it's a horn and not a, a nice jingle tune was because people complained. <laughs> no, I thought his buttons just didn't work anymore. No, that's the one who got complaints because their kids are in bed and he's been noisy. Mr. Whippy. Aye? But he usually had a tune. And now he doesn't because people complained. So now he just peeps his now horn? he just peeps his horn. No, they were complaining about peeping the horn. No. Right, back to the story. <laughs> I'm right. So, pasta... Nope. Not Pastor. Annalise <laughs> writes a letter to Pastor Alt. I believe it's Alt. A-L-T. Alt. Writes a letter to Alt, which was incredibly moving, is what he said. Uh, the main topic of the letter was that she was happy to suffer in order for others to be happy. But this was too much. This was just cruel, what she was going through. Okay. Right. So, at this point... Al seeks permission from the bishop to begin exorcisms and use the letter as quite strong evidence to suggest that she was demonically possessed. Okay. Um, the letter, amongst his other findings from speaking to her in the family. Licking up her own pee. Well, licking up her own piss was, was one. <laughs> was one. <laughs> so Annalise stopped eating and drinking. No. Piss and cool. So this is now nineteen seventy five. Okay. Right, so this is a year later. Okay. Um just I think it's just before her what is it? Twenty third birthday. Okay. Think my mass is fucking shocking. <laughs> just before her twenty third birthday. Okay. Okay. So she stops eating and drinking and she begins genuflexings. Genuflections. Now this is some sort of religious term for, mm. like, say if you were standing up mm-hmm. upright, you would just drop to your knees, right? It's just, it's to, I believe, to acknowledge the presence of Jesus Christ. All right, okay. Right? Now she would do this a hundred times a day, okay, like continuously. Okay, she just stand up, drop, stand up, drop, stand up, drop, to the point where she couldn't actually do it anymore, and her parents helped her, picked her up, let her drop, picked her up, let her drop. Okay. Because she believed it was helping. So that's what she says. So, she crazy. Yeah. Uh, she began to develop open wounds and open sores on her body. Um, there's that horn again. <laughs> she would scratch herself till she bled. She was bruised and battered 
and she would start to growl and bark at the priests. So obviously the um, pastor out, he was the main one who was there, but he also had people coming in to help back up his opinion, yeah. help him, blah, blah, blah. But uh, she would start to growl and bark at them. As you do. Yeah, as you do. So now we're in September 25th. So four days after her 23rd birthday, 1975. This is the first day the exorcisms begin. Okay. Right. All the exorcisms were recorded on tape. Uh, cassette tape, not okay. videotape. Um, there were 67 of them in total between September 1975 and June 1976. The last one took place on the 30th of June. Okay. So that's what... October, November, December, January, February, March, April, May, June. Nine months. Hmm. Nine full months of exorcisms. I should have had that written down. <laughs> I should have had to count that. Especially with your fingers. Especially with my fingers. <laughs> um, so at this point, what I'm going to do is I'm going to play the tape recording of one of the exorcisms. Okay. This isn't what you told me. This is exactly what I told you. No. Um, I thought you meant, like, theme tune music for the beginning of the podcast. Nope. I don't um, think I want to hear it. Oh, <laughs> tough. <laughs> so, of course, I'll be putting it into the, the episode for the listeners. Will they not hear it? Yeah. Alright, okay. So, if you might want to adjust your headset, it might be a wee bit loud. Or maybe we just don't want to listen to it at all because it's it's not the nicest sound in the world. I've listened to it. Uh, right. So we're going to go okay. ahead and play it. Okay. It's not for the, the the faint of heart, I would say. Okay. Right. So the first clip you'll hear is actually Annalise, just herself. This is a recording from before. Um, all this happened when she was just she was able to talk okay so you'll be able to hear the difference from what she normally sounded like and under exorcism I'm scared yeah it's not scary <laughs> that's a bit that was that. very convincing that's a bit and bear in mind it will all of course be in German as I won't understand it well, you won't know what they're saying but you tell like something's up <laughs> So she's not singing, no? No, there's no, no singing, no okay, dancing. Okay, man. Yeah, I wish you luck for the other line, damit you didn't hear the comments. So, oh, that's the sound so schlimm, it's so grausam, so furchtbar. No. Das tut mir leid, and this is so, so leicht, so hard, and it's wirklich schlimm. Die 
Yeah. So there we are. That's us back. We're mm. back. We're back. We're back in the room. Simple. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, so yeah, what do you think of that? I don't like it. You don't like it? No. Nah, I don't think anybody's going to like that. No. Don't listen to it. It's too late. Oh. <laughs> you shouldn't have listened to it. Yeah. Well, the curious among you might have listened to that. Sweat bands there. So in that clip there, there was... I don't know if you'll be able to make it out or not. Probably not. There was different... Not voices, but there was different demons there. Okay. Okay. Um, we had, I'm sure you've heard of Lucifer. You. Yeah. No. Uh, I'm sure you've heard I'm of. I'm pretty sure that's what you and your brother wanted to call Lily. <laughs> I'm sure you've heard of Judas. Yeah. Yeah. So you've had Lucifer, Judas, Cain. Right, these are three demons of hell. Okay. Okay. It's said that even Emperor Nero and Hitler possessed her. Okay. And uh, just a a terrible man who was a priest in the 16th century who had been um, damned to hell. All right. Basically was possessing her as well. Okay. Um, There is recordings of Judas and Lucifer actually mocking Hitler. Because he, he, he said he's not even... He's hated in hell. Oh, really? Because he apparently walks about hell bragging. Mm-hmm. About what he did when he was on earth. So... Okay. There were six demons who were said to possess her. Mm-hmm. And the six have just said... Lucifer was the main one. He was the... The top man. He was, he was the top dog who was there. Um... So during the, during the exorcisms, there was times when she'd be chained to the bed and she would actually be able to break free from the chains. Uh, and I mean, break the chains. Now, what was amazing to me about this point was she'd not been eating or drinking. Yeah. So where's she finding this strength? She's got six guys inside her. True. I'm not going to even touch that. <laughs> uh, she would speak... In, many different languages so we heard German mm-hmm. there but she would speak Latin she was apparently speaking Greek or some sort of yeah not Hebrew I don't know some from there okay? okay so she was speaking languages that her family said she would never know okay right. during the exorcism she was physically climbing the walls as in Climbing the walls, yeah, like to the ceiling, yeah. And I'm I'm visually visualizing it in my head. That's pretty thing. One of the exorcisms, uh, Lucifer came forward, and what the one of the priests did, it was like a test to see possession or not. Filled two bottles, one with water, one with holy water. Okay. Right. Um, when showed the bottle of water to Lucifer, and they both said holy water on them, so, mm-hmm. right, and showed the to Lucifer to Annalise, whatever you want to say, showed the normal bottle to her. Lucifer laughed and spat on the priest, and then when the bottle of holy water got shown, 
oh fucking shit everything hit the fan really yeah um what makes holy water holy i don't know somewhere where it's from apparently you can buy it on amazon (laughs) from (laughs) uh from jordan from jordan yeah is that a person or is that a place? It's a place. Right, okay. North Africa. <laughs> like, it's Jordan. Uh, so we show the, the ball of holy water and then all of a sudden to jump out of the bed, uh, the priest would get thrown through the air like four or five feet in the air. The ball of holy water would then fly towards the priest, stop dead in front of his face and then just drop. So why didn't he just like sprinkle them with it? Stick her in a bath of holy water. It didn't even have a chance. Like, no, but... the minute he pulled it out, she was up, the priest was fucking flying across the room, and then she didn't physically touch the holy water, it flew towards the priest's face, and then just dropped to the floor, right in front of him. But if that's the effect they have on demons, then instead of just going through all that, just be like, here, go for a bath in your holy water. Does that not fix it? But that's not how you. That's not you need to cast the demon out. You can't like that. Bath them out. Like doing that, I believe. Yes, it hurts them, but it also hurts her. Let's hurt her physically. Like demons are hurting her. Mm. So it's at the cost of physically hurting her. Okay. Right. So this is all been captured through these sixty-seven exorcisms. Okay. Um. And it is said on the last one, right, that the story, there's a story of Mary, Mother Mary, coming to Annalise and basically giving her a choice. Um, Basically saying, you can come with me Mm -hmm. and these demons will be rid of earth. Okay. And basically nobody else will suffer. Okay. Or I can put you back and you can endure it. And they will be cast out, but they could potentially be cast on to a family member or whatever. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. You look puzzled. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, Annalise decides, okay, Mary, I'll go with you. All right, Mary. If I can take these demons and put them back where they came from. So, Mary agrees. And... It said that the priest then, like, just at this moment, sees a bit of life come into Annalise. Like, she's no longer pale for, mm-hmm. a, for like a second. Mm-hmm. And they manage to get rid of the demons for about two or three minutes. And then they come back. Yeah. Right? So they're back. And then they're saying they can't go. Like, they want to go, but they can't. Right. They're not allowed to go back without her. Uh, so what they're saying is, what the, this was Lucifer through the voice of Lucifer saying we can't go back without her we need her um, it's our task to get her, it's our mission and then the priest saying no you can't have her, she's a child of God or whatever blah 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 and it's at this point it's said that the priest mentions Mary mm-hmm. and then it's Mary who takes them away and then the next night Annalise dies June, July 1st, 1976. Without the demons, so she gets one yep. good night. No, sleep. no. Well, she was unconscious. Ah. No. Ah. So she, she went through all that. Fucking die. Yeah. 
by March. So they managed to cast the demons out back to hell on the 30th of June and she passed away on the 1st of July in her home. Um, at the autopsy her body was absolutely broken. Yeah. She weighed 30 kilos and she died. Sandstones. Not a lot. Oh, okay. Um, Thirty kilos is about half, in fact, less than half of me. Okay. Yeah, I was about to say half. No, I'm not sixty kilos. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking wish. Um, I'm trying to think what it would be roughly about the weight of. I don't know. About four okay. stone. Oh. That's okay. just a complete random guess. Well, she's not out for nine months, so that seems about right. Oh, oh, she's been colon piss, so... That's true. I don't know. There. Drinking your own pee is good for you, though. Not off the floor. No. Okay. Okay. It's <laughs> four stones... Point, what is it, ounces? Oh, pounds. pounds. Four stones, seven pounds. Yeah. So that's how much she weighed when she died. Jeez. Now, we move on to the aftermath of what had happened. Okay. In 1976, the year that she died, um, the state charges Annalise's parents and passed her out with negligent homicide. Mm-hmm. Uh, as the trial begins in 1978, so two years later, um, the argument was being that she was either severely mentally ill uh, there was an argument that she was schizophrenic, epileptic, and depressed mm-hmm. all at the same time. Okay. Or that she was actually possessed by demons. And this was the first, and I believe the only court case, where somebody being possessed by demons has ever oh, really? taken seriously. Hmm. Um, so the, the, the outcome of it, they, they used pretty much everything I've just told you. Yeah. They've used all the cassette recordings, they used the letters, they used everything in court to try to convince the jury that she was possessed by demons. The opposing side used all the medical doctors, all the medical reports, everything to convince that she was mentally ill. Okay. Um, the priest was actually found guilty and was sentenced to six months in jail, which actually got suspended, so he never actually spent any time in jail because he'd been in custody for the last two years. All right. And three years on probation, which again, because he was in jail for two years already, he was on one year probation. The family received no repercussions. It was thought that they had suffered enough. Right. From everything they went through. Yeah. Which I think is fair, but at the same time, it depends where you are. Um, where your thoughts lie on what side if it's the mental illness or if it's the demonic possession yeah Um, the wide the widely known consensus is that it was a misidentification of mental illness and even the church changed their approach and their view to say it was mental illness really? but there's a bit of fishiness around that where it's just the Shut everyone up. To go over it. To yeah, to move on past it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. That's the story of Annalise Michelle. Very nice. Mm, nice is not a word. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. 
So what do you think about it? Um, from seeing the film, I normally I would say oh, fucking film. You believe in a film, but that film is very accurate. Yeah. To the story, so I'll allow it. Um, <laughs> thanks. Um, I I don't know. See, there's arguments to be had for both sides. No, but if he's saying he's got the cassette tapes and stuff like that, like, it's an awful lot of drama to go through for nine months. Yeah, it is. Even if you are mentally ill. When I was doing my research, um, see, the more I got into it, the more I was thinking the priest got it wrong. Yeah. She was mentally ill. But there's some things you can't explain. Yeah. Some things science cannot like explain. Like the holy water thing and stuff like that. The holy water thing, the breaking of the chains when her body, like... Yeah, when she was forced on. Well, exactly, she was forced on. She was throwing men off her. She was breaking chains. She was climbing fucking walls. Yeah. And what the story is said at the end as well, like, I'm the least religious person in the whole wide world. Yeah. For a... For it to be that she has made a deal with Mother Mary and then all of a sudden after yeah, she's, she's gone after how many years well, but she was 16 when she first yeah and then it was 1976 so 20 she was 7 years she went through this mm, yeah and then all of a sudden just stops and she passes away the next day so what did she come back after seeing wee Mary and she was like I've just had a wee chat with Mary I don't know what the story is with that I couldn't find anything about yeah. how that came about it just like how says, they know about it yeah it just pretty much everything I found just said this is what was said about it it uh-huh. never said who said it how they said it or when they said it right okay. so I don't know that, that's another thing that could Excuse just be like me. a wee yeah slip that in there a wee made up that yeah I don't know um, our grave site is still there to this day um, the family actually had it exhumed a couple of years after she what does exam mean? Uh, brought back up. Ah. Um, because after the whole ordeal, she was like against the family's wishes. She was put in like a, a cheap coffin, right, and buried as quick as possible. Yeah. Uh, so her family brought her back up and gave her a nice coffin and lined mm. it with tin and stuff like that, whatever as they do. And it's it's not not a tourist site as such, but it's visited a lot. Yeah. By people who believe. And this the spiritual or religious side of the story. If you believed that there was fucking demons inside her, the last thing I'd be doing is going anywhere near her. No, bec- no, because she's like a saint. Like she's suffered so much. I so don't give a flying would, hoot. But these demons would not. I was about to ask, are you going to delete that footage off your computer in case? I deleted the original. <laughs> <laughs> in case that's haunted. That might be. I don't know. I'm not going to go and step all over her grave. No. I, I, I personally don't think it's right, but she is seen as a saint, as a hero to some people. Mm-hmm. So, just not tell me what you believe. You I don't know what I believe. I don't know either. I don't know. I was, I'll tell you exactly how I went, right? Okay. Before the film, yeah. I was, when I was familiar with the story, I was like, she was possessed by demons. Okay. Demons, demons. Watching the film, I was a bit slightly swayed but I still believed it was demons okay reading thoroughly the story and going through it 
as I said, as I was going through it, I was starting to sway towards the mental mm -hmm. illness. But as I said, there's some things you just cannot explain with science. Yeah. Like it defies. Well, before we watched the film, I didn't know it was a true story. That's true, you didn't. So. Very true story. Very true. Don't like it. You don't like it? No. I think it's a fascinating story. And I honestly sit right in the middle. I don't know where it's. Well, I tell them the story of what happened that night after we watched the film. Kind of feel like it. Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what story you're talking about. No, right. So we watched this film, yeah. and in this film, they were saying, like, how the demon hour is between 3 and 4. 3 a.m., yeah. Yeah. It's like mocking. The Jesus time. The yeah, Jesus time I get that. Is. So, Lily woke up at 2.58 and cried that night. Oh, yeah. And, and uh, well, I kind of just was, like, leaving her. I was, like, just go back to sleep, and she wouldn't. So I had to go through to her bed and lie in her bed with her. And I just kept my... I was so scared. <laughs> I was honestly so scared. And Lily's got a tent in her room, and I just kept looking at the window and thinking this wee face is going to pop out, and it freaked me out. And I was going to shout Grant up, but <laughs> instead I just ran out the room, yeah. leaving Lily like in her a, bed. A good, a good parent. <laughs> yeah. I remember that. And then she done it the night after as well, yeah. and I was like, Grant, <laughs> I was like, Grant, you go. <laughs> I woke like, you up. <laughs> she's famous for waking up at three. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. So, do not watch so the film if you have. You? Well, after I watch a scary film, I believe things. Oh yeah, it's in there. I'm scared. Yeah. I'm 26 and I'm scared, okay? So yeah, what do you guys think about this? Let, let us know on the, the social medias. Yeah. Yeah, drop us some comments, some messages. Let us know what you think. Mm -hmm. Do you believe it's demons? Do you believe it's medical or mental illness? Or a bit of both? And watch the film. Yeah, the film's actually really good. It was good. Um, the Exorcism of Emily Rose, I believe it's on Netflix. Uh, I think, I think it was Netflix. Netflix, yeah. So, yeah, if you're struggling for something to watch, you want to watch a wee scary film, it's a good one to watch. Just make sure your doors are locked. Yeah, make sure your doors are locked and it's like 12 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> Got you. you don't have a child. And you don't have a child who wakes up at three. Yep. So, yeah, we're going to move on to the big finale. Huh? Your part. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah, the bit you do loads of prep work for. You're so mean. <laughs> Leave me alone. Are you not going to introduce it like you usually do with all your excitement? Oh, sorry. <clears throat> <clears throat> Drum roll. Do you want me to do this? Yeah. Charlie's Law. That was terrible. I know. Um, <laughs> so. What have you got for us this week? This What's week. going to change your life? What's going to change your week? Hangover cure. I think hangover I've probably cure. already done hangover cure. Yeah, I can't remember it. I think it was something. Because you know my memory is terrible. Can't remember. And I've also anyway, this <laughs> that's true. <laughs> this one is simple. Simple. Coconut water. Coconut water. Is that what you said? Yeah, coconut water. Wow. The morning after. <laughs> An expose on a part of fifty-nine. Grant does all the research. What? <laughs> I left my phone upstairs. Okay. Yeah. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> For the, for the purpose of showbiz, you can at least get that under wraps. 
Well, you, you questioned it when I said it. I know, you went, because I'm playing along. Coconut water. Oh, you don't have to make that face. <laughs> sake. <laughs> I'm trying to make it as, out as if I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is a disaster, folks. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, That's if you drink coconut water. Yeah. Yeah. Kills your hangover, apparently. Yeah. Or just don't drink. <laughs> no, there's no fun in that. Mm. No fun. Says us sitting here with a cup of tea and a wee glass well, of water I'm tonight. working tomorrow. Yeah. Right, so that's going to be all for this week. Hope you have all had a great weekend. Yeah. Hope this sets you up for the week just right. Mm-hmm. Yep, just mm-hmm. power on through. Another good Sunday night story. Yep, mm-hmm. not better. A good Sunday night story. <gasps> you could phone into your work on Monday and say, You're possessed by demons. Got it. And then you've you'd got six men inside you. Taunting the devil. And they'd be like, You know what? Fuck you. Possessed. Gets you a week. In fact, it gets you nine months off work. Well, also gets you death, apparently, so. Eh. No thanks. It's up to you. <laughs> Make your choice. Work. I'd go to work and drink one piss off the floor, I think. I could yeah. do that at work and get paid. That's true. So. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send you to work when you're possessed then. So, anyway, we can catch us on Facebook. Of course, we're Apartment59. On Twitter, at Apartment59. On Instagram, at apartment 059 of course the youtube channel is well up and running now that's apartment 59 on there you'll see all the links on all the social medias because you all know how much social media Hmm? social media social media yeah oh it's not social medias well it's like plural isn't it no social media right hermione social media (laughs) it's not going to be the star yeah. <laughs> so you can of course listen to the podcast wherever you're listening to right now yep so soundcloud the cast box slash podcast player i believe if you download cast box on google it comes up podcast player on your app screen thing okay uh you can listen on itunes but i've had a big fallout with, with apple won't let me change the picture and it won't let me share the link so I don't think anybody, anybody's listening on iTunes. So if you are, don't. So if you are, leave them. Just leave loads of reins and then just like poke at them. Not poke. Um, leave. Just leave them. Just listen tell, on something just else. Just tell Apple to sort their shit out because I've tried telling them and they just don't listen. So yeah, that's all for this week, guys. Thank you very much for tuning in. Yeah. You have... One more week of Pro Evolution. One more week and then it's finished. So if you've not watched it, go ahead and binge it. It's a great watch. Is this one where your new game's coming out? Because you're not like a new game. No. That's okay then. No, I'm finishing up. That's okay. The current game. Okay. Right. But doesn't the new game come out next month? Yeah. You're not getting it. <laughs> you can literally watch me go to your and buy. Snap it. So, yeah, go ahead and watch it. Binge it. There's not that many episodes. The episodes are a little bit long. Half an hour tops. Maybe 40 minutes if there's a lot of transfers. I don't know. Uh, But, yeah, go ahead. Catch up real quick. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. We'll catch you next week. Ciao. Bye.